praise the Lord like you love him. Hallelujah. Come on. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he had redeemed from the hands of the enemy. Put those instruments of ten string together and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David the king said, every chance I get, I will praise him. He said, I will enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Come on, put those instruments of pen string together. Put your hands together and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, we lift you up. We bless your name. We worship you, God. We extol, we exalt your name. Hallelujah. It is important to be grateful to God. It is imperative for us to be thankful because the truth be told, none of us know what 12 o'clock today is going to be. Nobody knows, amen, what 4 o'clock this afternoon is going to be. But we know who holds 4 o'clock in his hands. Amen. We, as the kid's kid, our objective and our purpose is to praise him and to bless him. We are not here, amen, to exhibit, amen, how fashionable we can look and how fashionable we are. We are here as instrument, amen. We are here as a set of lively stone, amen, sending up some praise to God in spite of the difficulties that we encounter to get here. Hallelujah. So we are going to push and we are going to praise our way out of our circumstances. We are going to praise our way out of our trials and our tribulation. It is amazing what praises can do. You know, hear me, EAC 12. It is amazing what your praise can do. I'll give you an example. They locked Paul and Silas in prison and they did not sorry for themselves. They begin to have a praise break. Amen. They start a praise party. Amen. They praise God in the midst of the night and the door of the prison open. If you're in a prison this morning, my God Almighty, amen, as a country we are in a prison, amen, we'll be locked in by this pandemic, but we're going to praise God, pandemic, yes or no, you know, hear me somebody, I'm going to lift up my voice, I'm going to lift my hands to the hills, I'm going to open up my Pentecostal mouth, I'm going to praise him on the grounds of 12 Life Road, you know, hear me somebody, lift up your head, oh, we gates, Lifted up the everlasting door. Hallelujah. It wasn't always like this. But look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. I felt that somebody need to open up your alabaster box and give God your praise. You're not giving your preacher your praise. You're not giving your neighbor your praise. You are giving, oh my God, you are giving Jesus your praise. It was he that has kept you, hallelujah, from going insane. It is he that has kept you, amen, when they rose up against you. It is God that stand up for you, hallelujah to God. I'm not ashamed, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not intimidating of you. You whether you like me, yes or no. You don't hear me. Come on. Whether you want to look at me funny, yes or no. I'm gonna praise God. I'm gonna dance. 
The Bible said when the Ark of the Covenant was returning to Jerusalem, David danced, David praised, David lifted up his hands. Oh God Almighty, he may be a king, he may be a CEO, but this morning I'm going to praise him. I'm going to lift up my eyes. I'm going to worship him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My praise does not predicate on the instrument of the organ. My praise is not predicated, amen, on the drummer. My praise is not predicated on the string of the basses. My praise is for real. You don't hear me, somebody. My praise is for real. Holly, you don't know what the Lord has done for me. When I could have died with illnesses, he healed my body. He touched my mind. So every chance I get, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to swing my hands. My God, somebody say, excuse me. Let me praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, lift me up and make me stand by of worship this is a place where we come for corporate worship hallelujah this is a place where we come to express our gratitude to the Lord for keeping us short the long course of the week Lord lift me up hallelujah Lord, lift me up. Mama, get on
of my safe, Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 3 said, For thou, O Lord, has been a seal for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. God, you lift me up when I couldn't lift up myself. On higher ground, can somebody lift those hands up? Just lift them in the atmosphere. Your hands are indicators of frequent searches, an instrument of searching for frequencies. What is it that your frequency is picking up? Lord, plant my feet. mean much I'm pressing on on the upward way these songs mean much to us the children of God our forefathers have sung these songs out of misery they have sung themselves and press on so that we could have freedom of worship and today we are grateful for these words Hallelujah. They mean much. I don't know about you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Lord, plant my Come on and tell him something. Express your love to God. He's your God. You know, nobody knows. Oh, God has been good to you like you. Come on and express your affection to him. Don't get weary on him. Don't get tired on him. Don't get caught up in the hype and the noise. But express your affection to him personally. Let him know you are grateful. Thank you, Jesus. I greet the spirit of the Lord which is in this house. Amen, I greet. Amen, they have sent our pastor. Amen. The resident staff elder. Amen, the rest of elders, ministers who are here and who are not here. Amen, the wife, spouse of ministers and elders, we greet you as well. Um, praise team, musician, just about everyone. Amen. Special greetings to my wife and kids who is here as well. I mean, God is good. God is good. 
My customary saying is better to us than we are to ourselves. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, it is indeed a, it's a privilege to be here because you don't have to search far and wide to phone somebody who would have liked to be here, but for some reason or not, they're not here. And there are persons that we know currently, Sister Faith, who is in the hospital now. I know somebody who is gasping for life. And we pray and we trust that God will have mercy. So it is for us when we are granted this privilege, uh, we count it as joy. And also... You may be seated. I'm going to take my time, not because I think I have more time this morning, but I'm being flowing as I'm being led by the Spirit of God. We are, we have to be grateful because we are not the keeper of ourselves. Several times our action demonstrates as if we think God holds us something and he has to wake us up in the morning. But David being a king, he wrote Psalm 8 and he said, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. Thou hast made him a little lower than the angel and crowned him with honor. And given him life. Life is precious. Dreams and visions and aspiration cannot be attained if you don't have life. Wherever your lives end, then your hope and your vision halted. So we have life. We are to be grateful to the giver of life. Every chance you get, you've got to be thankful. And ways that we express the thank, I'm going to be formal. Just give me a few minutes. Ways that we express this gratitude when we assembled like this. Your gratitude can be expressed and must be expressed out of this formal setting. However, when we gather like this, I implore you to ensure that you express your gratitude to God. David said, I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving. That doesn't suggest that he didn't have issues and problem. He's suggesting and conveying to us that he's going to leave his personal issues outside the gate. And he purposed to go through the gates to the place of worship with thanksgiving. We are in a serious time in time where many persons still not seeing the seriousness of the time. 
The Apostle Paul said, of the time and the season, needless I write unto you. If he was doing it now, he would say, pointless I send you a tweet. Needless I send you an Instagram direct message, a DM, or a WhatsApp, or a email. We ain't even using fax anymore. But he said, of the time and the season, needless I write unto you. For you yourself perfectly know that the coming of Jesus Christ is at hand. Because the writing is on the wall. The heart of men becomes wicked. The murdering of a woman, slaughtering them. Slaughtering the children. Women aren't even safe anymore. Look where we have come. But Jesus said to the disciples, let not your heart be troubled. Turn your Bibles with me to Joshua 7. Joshua chapter 7, I read a couple of verses. It's a custom that I ask you to stand to the reading. If you're not sick and holding a baby. Joshua 7, I read a few verses. and I will tell you when I'm going to stop. But the children of Israel committed a trespass. In the accused thing, for Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, mm, took up the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. One man did something, and the entire Israel was in danger with God. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Hai, which is beside Bethaven, and the east of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Hai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and smite Hai. Then make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but a few. So they went up thither of the people, about three thousand men, and they fled before the men of Ahai. And the men of Ahai smote them, about thirty and six men, for they chased them from before the gate, even unto Shebarim, and smote them in the going down, wherefore their heart. The hearts of the people melted and became as water. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell on the hurt upon his face before the ark of the Lord until heathen tied he and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, wherefore hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Hammerites and to destroy us? Would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side, Jordan. And the Lord, O oh Lord, 
What shall I say when Israel turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it and shall envoy us round and cut off our name from the earth. And what will do what and what will thou do unto thy great name? And the Lord said unto Joshua, Get thee up. Wherefore liest thou thus upon thy face? Israel had sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken up the accursed thing, and have also stolen and dissembled, dissembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. Therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you anymore except he destroy their curse from among you. Oh my God. I will go down to verse 19. And Joshua said unto Achan, my son, give I pray thee glory to the Lord God of Israel and make confession unto him. And tell me now what thou hast done. Eat it not from me. Hide it not from me. Sorry. And Hakan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel. And thus I have done. When I saw among the spoil goodly Babylonish garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels, 50 shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them, and behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent, and the silver under it. Could you bow your heads? Father, we thank you for this morning. Lord, as you're about to speak to us all, we stand in awe of your grace. Speak with clarity this morning and give us interpretation to interpret the word and also understanding to understand the word and also the will and the courage to move forward according to your direction. Grant us the victory. Bind the powers of darkness this morning. Flex a muscle in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, just clap your hands while you take your seat. The presence of the Lord. Amen. I'd like to speak to you in short. <laughs> Amen. And the topic, close the door. Close the door. Amen. I won't weary your patience. I try to be, amen, wrap this thing up very shortly. Close the door. Amen. Hallelujah. According to Miriam Webster, door is a usual, a swinging or a sliding barrier by which one enters or is closed and open. Or also, it can be looked at as a means of access participating example opportunity a door or opportunity a door to success an opportune door an opportune moment a 
hearer of opportunity. Door speaks to entry and exit. Amen. Door speaks to legal entry into a place of commerce or worship, etc. If you are going to enter this edifice, this building, legally you must enter through the door. According to St. John 10, Jesus said, I am the door of the sheepfold. If you enter through the window or climb up some other way, as Jesus declared in St. John 10, he described you as a thief and a robber. In order for us to enter of our legal entry, we must come through the door which is provided to facilitate our entry. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Door give access. However, it also provide restriction. Amen. Door give access. However, it also speaks to restriction. Restrict unauthorized personnel from entering certain closet or certain space. Amen. Door is imperative for you to install door or doors on your building. Amen. If you are a building contractor or a architect, it would be senseless, if I put it that may put it that way, for you to draw a building that doesn't have any door. Amen. If you are constructing a, a, a home or a school or a supermarket, etc., amen, you've got to ensure that you have doors or doorways that provide entry to that place. Because if you don't have any door, how would people enter that place? Amen. As Jesus said, I am the door. And if you climb up through the window, there are some folks who are skillful who said, okay, they don't have any door. I will climb through the window. Amen. And get myself on the inside. But there's no need for us to climb through the window this morning because there is a access for us to go through the door and get into the kingdom. Amen. As children of the most high God. Amen. The Lord has given us access to the kingdom. Jesus right said to the disciples. He said let not your heart be troubled. He said I go to prepare a place for you. Amen. And that place that he has gone to prepare. It has door. And in order for us to enter through those doors, we've got to go to the, through the legal channel. In fact, nobody can climb up no other way and get there. Because the prerequisite for us to get into the kingdom of God 
Amen is the same thing that will cause us to rise from the dead. Also to meet him in the air. For the Bible stated that the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of an archangel. The dead in Christ shall rise and those that are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him. He's not coming back on the earth for us to arrest him. Amen. And for somebody, amen, who are struggling with that issue for 12 years to touch the hem of his garment and to receive healing directly. The Bible said he will be coming in the here and those that are alive and remain will be caught up to meet him. You will not just caught up, but you have got, you've got something on your inside that belongs to him. Amen. The Holy Ghost belongs to Jesus. Amen. When you have the Holy Ghost, you are magnetized and you are authorized. And no, amen. The hurt cannot hold you back when the Lord comes in the hurt. When he comes in the atmosphere, then the Holy Ghost, amen, will cause you to pull to him. It's an invitation automatically whoops out of here. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen, the, the, the requirement for us to enter through those doors, amen, is to live a godly and conscious life in this earth. We cannot live as if we think we are our own. Amen. This may not be popular, but we can't live. Amen. As if we think we are trying to dun the world. The devil is a liar. Amen. We are still calling to holiness, which is our watchword and song. And don't get me amen wrong. No, holiness doesn't mean the amount of time that you come to the sanctuary. Amen. And the amount of time, amen, that you, hallelujah, open your Bible. Amen. It is a disciplined life. Amen. It's a life that you recognize that you are not your own. Amen. It's a life that you recognize that you can't do as you please. Amen. You belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. Tempted and tried, as the songman said, need a great savior. Hallelujah. We can't even save ourselves from the pitfalls that the adversary has orchestrated for us. Somebody say, I can't even walk without Jesus holding my hand. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Door give access. However, as I said, it provides restriction. Amen. Hallelujah. Whenever you go to certain building or certain place of work, government or private, you have some area that said restricted area. Amen. Don't go beyond this point. Amen. Except you are or you are so authorized by somebody who has jurisdiction over that compound. May I say it again? When you go to certain buildings and certain offices, they said, Amen. This area is restricted. It is for employees only. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It is imperative for the door to remain in place. You don't hear me, somebody. Amen. Door. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The restricted areas. Amen. It means that the unauthorized person will not get into the office and go into the file and dig up and get people personal information. Amen. And know what's going on on the inside of that company. Amen. And they install a door and not just a door, but there's a superscription. There's a sign posted on the door said you are not allowed beyond this point. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. According to 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, our body is the temple of the Lord. 
Hallelujah to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Our body, amen, is the temple of the Lord. Amen. And it speaks to, amen, we are not our own. Hallelujah to God. Amen. We belong to Jesus. Hence, we can't do as we please. Amen. And a temple, amen, it has door. I'm going somewhere. Amen. And I intend not to sow today because I don't want to miss anything. Hallelujah. Amen. Temple as door which provide entry and exit to the temple. Amen. Our body is the temple of the Lord. Hence, we have door and this temple. Amen. This temple owes the Holy Ghost. This temple owes the presence of God. Amen. This temple carries around God in the earth. Hence, whenever we go anywhere, amen, we are atmosphere changers. Don't have to open your mouth and say nothing but your presence that those devils and those demons quake and tremble. Hallelujah to God. The Bible said everywhere Jesus went, he was doing good. Hallelujah. What is it that you are doing, amen, when you go to a certain place, when you are in a position of influence especially? Amen. Is it that you are there to do good or you are there to conspire and do something negative? The Bible said according to Isaiah 61, amen, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is not upon you just for you to look cute and everybody see that you are shivering under the power of God. The spirit of the Lord, amen, is upon you for you to lay hands on the sick, amen, and let them recover. Amen. The spirit of the Lord is upon you, amen, to cause the doctor to be astonished. Amen. Because we are not governed by the atmosphere of which we, amen, hallelujah, reside in. Because we are represented on a higher level. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We, amen, we cannot leave, amen, the door of our temple open for everyone to enter our temple. Let me just break that down a bit. Amen. We cannot allow our life, amen, to be a place where everybody just walk up and, amen, Elder Mark would say just double, double in and go as you please. Amen. Hallelujah. We cannot allow ourselves, amen, to be, amen, so casual, amen, as if we don't have no standard and no, amen, no class about us. The Bible said, beloved, now are we the sons of God. Amen. And as sons of God, Sister June, amen, it is a high order. Amen. Paul said, I forget the things which are behind me, and then I reach forward for the things which are ahead. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it do it not yet appear what we shall be. Peter picked it up and he said, we are a royal priesthood. Amen. I want you to nudge yourself and say, you can't allow yourself to sleep in the church. We are a royal priesthood. Amen. And as a royal priesthood, amen, you are a part of the royal bloodline. Hallelujah. So when we are, amen, encountering a, a pandemic, amen, we are not afraid. Amen. Whether we go via this virus, yes or no, we are a part of the royal lineage of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to God. Amen. So hence we cannot allow, amen, our temple, amen, to be hoping for everybody to come in and out. There are some folks, amen, just want to keep your life like a puppet and a string. The devil is a liar. You have more class than that. You are a representative of the kingdom of almighty God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some people, amen, enter in the temple legally.
legally and some enter illegally. You don't hear me, somebody. Jesus did not just make a statement in St. John because it was just cool for him to say it. He's sending a warning to those people who think you can enter illegally and nobody recognizes you and it is well. The devil is a liar. The Holy Ghost will pick you up and say you are not here. You don't have on your wedding garment. There was somebody, amen, who was, there was a lot of folks who was invited to a wedding, amen, as Jesus gave the parable, amen, and somebody in the audience didn't have on their wedding garment. And when they come and they check, they said, well, you are not just for the occasion. Could we just bind him and cast him out in utter darkness? I'm just, what are you saying, preacher man? Amen. There are some folks maybe in the space legally and some folks maybe there illegally. Hallelujah to God. Amen. There are some people who may upon to your life. Amen. Because of we may entertain them because of what they have said. Amen. They think that they have a foothold in your life. So it is for us to serve them notice if somebody is not in impacting your life positively you need to serve them notice and get them outside of your space hallelujah amen hallelujah put them out and close the door St. Mark 5 and verse 40 Jesus was called to Jehoiarus house amen because his daughter was sick unto death amen the Bible said on his way to Jehoiarus house amen the king the ruler amen he, there was amen a crowd because everywhere he went amen everybody was just following him some was coming for the fish and the bread but some was coming for more than that amen on his way to perform a miracle at Jehoiarus house amen there was a woman who had an Issa for 12 years. Amen. And she touched him and she was ill. Hallelujah. And he said, somebody touch me. Amen. The disciples were saying, Lord, can't you see the crowd? Amen. What is wrong with you? Oh, you said somebody touch you. But you see, when people bounce opinion, it's different from when somebody touch you. Amen. A touch comes with compassion. Hallelujah. When you touch Jesus, you touch him because you need him to respond to you, a particular need. But when you bounce into somebody, you bounce into them because you may lose balance. Hallelujah, I'm not bouncing into the church. I'm here because I'm purpose in my heart that I'm going to serve him. Because, amen, I'm not my own. I recognize that he snatched me as a branch from the burning. You are not a chance or you're not a mistake. You're not bouncing into Jesus. You are touching him. I heard the song man said, touching Jesus is all that really matters. And when you touch him, your life will never remain the same. I guarantee you. If you touch him from a broken and a sincere heart, he's going to respond to you. Because guess what? He inhabits the praises of the people hallelujah that delighted in him. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him. Amen. He cried unto the Lord from out of a bowels of compassion unto God. Desperately needing God to move in his direction. Hallelujah to God. Amen. The Bible said when he get to Jairus house amen. The weepers and the mourners were there. Customer there. Some come to empathize but some come to criticize. I don't hear me. EAC 12. Some come to criticize, but some come to empathize. But Jesus realized that the daughters was in the room, Deacon Dawkins. So he said to them to come 
from the mother and the father. He said, come with me and see of the apostles. And he said, put the mourners on the outside and close the door. That's my topic. I mean, you've got to put some people out of your space. You don't hear me, somebody. You can't entertain the doubters in 2021 for too long because they will enter your healing and your deliverance and your breakthrough. Amen. Somebody say, forward still. Even though my leg is breaking, I'm going to go forward. Some folks will say to you, can't you see I have a wounded and a fractured leg? But I don't want nobody to discourage me. I want somebody to lift me up. Hallelujah to God. David said, when my heart is overwhelmed within me, lead me to the rock that is higher than high. Amen. Because my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. If you're in agreement and solidarity with what I'm saying, why won't you put those instruments of tension together and praise God? What do you mean, preacher? Put your hands, your Pentecostal hands together and praise God. Put your Emmanuel hands together and praise Him. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His poor. Praise Him with the temple and up. Praise Him. Let everything that I pray praise the Lord. trying to wrap this thing up. Hallelujah. He put the mourners and the doubters out because it was excessive and it's going to sob on his spirit and get him into a pity mood. Hallelujah. There comes a time you've got to put some people out. You've got to put them out and close the door. Jesus said to Jairus, when he got there to the house, in fact, before he get there, he got a message. Somebody said, trouble not the master because your daughter is already dead. My God, your circumstances may look like it dead. Somebody said, don't bother pray about it no more. Don't bother fast no more. Somebody come and said, trouble not the master. Hallelujah. But Jesus heard it. And before that word could take set in Jehira's brain, Jesus said, let's go. Hallelujah. Because the thing about it, the word entered through the door of his brain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He hear it through his ears. And it entered through his brain. And before it could fester, before it could take root and germinate, Jesus said, let's go. Are you listening to Jesus? Even though you are in the midst of the storm. Even though we are in the boat and the country wind rise up. Are you listening to the naysayers? Are you listening to Jesus? You can do it. Paul remind us as apostolic guys, he said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Jesus said, let's go. Hallelujah. My foundation lesson says, hallelujah. The children of Israel committed a trespass against God. Hallelujah. The Bible said, amen, in, in, in Joshua, amen, verse chapter 6, about verse 18. Amen, when they were going up to Jericho, amen, Joshua told the children of Israel, he congregated them and he had a meeting before. As a strategist, you've got to 
start a meeting before you have approach and you project or a new task. You don't just roll out a project from an autocratic perspective. People may buy, may buy into the vision, but when you call the congregation together, sit them down, show them the importance of the vision, show them the importance of the project, show them the importance of the victory, not just to you, but to your children's children. The Bible said, Joshua said to the children of Israel, when you go to Jericho, amen, don't take nothing out of the city except the goals which God consecrated for the treasury. Amen. And somebody intended to do otherwise. You're too long. Amen. Somebody take a nice piece of the Babylonian garment. Amen. The Bible said the children of Israel committed a trespass against God. Amen. So the Bible said Amen. Joshua go up against Hai. You notice let me preach as I'm laid. You notice what happened when they go up against the wall city of Jericho. Achan stole the Babylonian garments. He did not die. The problem did not come immediately. But when they're going up against their next buckle, which is the king of Ai, my God, a small city. When Joshua sent men to spy, they said, well, it's a small city, this. We don't even need the entire army. Just send the priest team. We don't need a choir with 60 people. We just need about 12 persons. Because we're just going to see in a small auditorium with a congregation of about 20 or 30 people. Huh? But the Bible said huh, when they go up against Hai, huh, amen, they fled before the men of Hai. Huh? Joshua said, what is this? Huh? And the last 36 men, huh, the Bible said he flung himself on the ground, huh, seeking the face of God. Huh? The Bible said the Lord huh, responded and said, Joshua, huh, amen, there's an accursed thing among you. I will not be with you until you remove that thing. It wasn't Joshua that did it. It wasn't the entire camp of Israel that organized it. One man from where? From the tribe of Judah. One man from the praise. Oh God Almighty. Help me Holy Ghost. One man from the tribe of Judah decided to do something. Don't you know that your action of implication at 12 Life road. Let me go over this side because you don't want to hear me. Don't you know the things that you do as a member of the body of Christ? It will affect the outcome of our meeting. You don't hear me, somebody. The Bible said, the Lord said to Joshua, I will not be with you until you remember Move that accursed thing from among you. Get up from off your face. Get up with a prayer and fasting. Get up and do what you've got to do. Somebody need to get up. Because you know the problem in your house. You know the elephant in the room. You're dancing around. Excuse me, let me preach. You're dancing around it. But if you're blind like Ray Charles, get up from out of Lodibar. Get up from out of the gutters and the trenches. Lift up your eyes to the hills. Maketo Shanda. The Lord said, I will not be with you until I remove 
They have cursed things among you. And the Bible said, Joshua called Israel, tribe by tribe, ministry by ministry, EAC. You know, hear me, somebody, family by family, man by man, the lot fell an acorn. Hallelujah to God. He said, Tell me the truth. No, we're going to talk the truth. What is it that you have done? The Holy Ghost in the room. Ananias and Sapphira. You can't conspire no longer. Because you come face to face with the dreadful God. He's not a God of mercy every day. If you allow the anger of the Lord to be king against you, you are in danger. He said, what is it? What is it that you have done, Achan? Ask yourself the question. Are you an Israelite? Or are you a foreigner? You don't hear me, somebody. What is it that you have done? The Lord, amen, said, I will not be with you. So the Bible said, they gather Achan and his also assisted senior, and they put him one place because there are consequences for perpetual practicing of contrary action. So philosophical, ain't it? There are consequences, amen, for perpetual practice, amen, of our action, which is contrary to the book, which is contrary to the law. God said, giving you the script that you must follow. Let all of Israel know whether God be God, serve him as God, whether you serve him, Baal, serve him or not, whether you serve Jesus, make up your mind. We get the altar between two opinions, going back and forth like the sea, amen, the wave which is unstable. But lift up your eyes to Jesus. Close the door and those unrighteous deal. Close the door and those opening. But you have allowed the enemy to enter your home, to enter your space. Close the door. That flirting door. Close the door. Close the deal. Shut down the devil. Shut down the communication. Answer for God. I live and for God I die. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He can stole a piece of the Babylonian government. And it opened the door for the enemy to have access to the camp. When you have things for the devil, you give him access in your life. And access in your home and your space. You got weird dreams perpetually, continuously. Your heart says, what is wrong? What is it that I have done? What is it that I have opened the door? Because the things that we do is either the open door or he close them. And open door are very hard to close. So I dare you not to open no illegal entry to your life. Stick by the word. Stick to the script. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Stay in the fold. Hallelujah. The man of God said, when you go up against Jericho, don't take nothing. Amen. They're going to offer you something. Don't take it. Don't take it if they even offer you. Because you are a royal priesthood. You are a peculiar nation. You are of a royal lineage. You can be like everybody else. Because the enemy desire is to thief you as weak. The devil desire is for you to backslide when this pandemic over. For when Satan work you down, he embarrasses you and you can't live with yourself. But you better stay in the camp. Stay in the park. Stay with Jesus. Stay in the fold. Stay with the Lord. Better to be poor and have Jesus than to be in the tent of wickedness but uh, having all the riches in the world uh, because a little that the righteous had uh, is better than the riches uh, of the wicked uh, you don't hear me somebody uh, that just shall live by faith uh, don't covet your neighbor uh, don't covet nobody allow uh, me let me preach uh, don't covet nobody uh, stay with what you have uh, lift up your eyes uh, bless God for life uh, Bless God for the little that you had. Be faithful. Live holy. Live righteous. Stay with the Lord. Please stand to your feet. I'm done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Close the door. Close those open portals that will allow spirits to enter your life. We know, we know what we have done. Sometimes we constantly playing with the devil. They said, there's a saying that said, if you play with the puppy, it will lick your mouth. Hallelujah. Be people of class. You can make it. Righteousness means doing the right thing. Righteousness is still in style. Don't follow everybody. Don't be dishonest. It ain't gonna get you nowhere. After Hakan did what he did, it was a duration of time before it started to manifest. Because even though the Lord said they should not do that, he went ahead and did something. Are you noticed the trouble did not come to the camp to Hakan alone? The entire Israel, what the Lord said. Verse 1 said, Israel are trespassed against the Lord. And Hakan was one man. And he didn't conspire with nobody else. One man can cause us to lose the battle. Because there's something in the camp which should not be there. And sometimes we know the white elephant in the room. What God said, get up off your face, Joshua. Get up, get up. I will not be with you until you deal with it. He said, get up. And he put on a scanner and he began to scan Israel like you're scanning your computer for virus. 
He scanned them tribe by tribe because when the Holy Ghost in the room, you can't tell no lie. Ananias tried that and we see what happened to Ananias. Sapphira conspired and we see what happened to her. When the Holy Ghost is in the room, that's the best time to put on the Holy Ghost scanner, Sister Jude. Put on the scanner because it's you that's working, it's God is working. So close those doors. And we know the doors that we have opened, those portals, they will affect our Christian walk. Hallelujah. Zion is calling me to a higher place of praise to stand upon the Across this building. Rain. 